Welcome to 50 Ways to Succeed at Work, where you hear stuff about ways to succeed even the most well-intentioned colleagues, advisors, careers officers and HR departments may never get around to mentioning. This is Episode 19, Connector, Build Strong Work Relationships. The team leader puts an issue to his assembled group. Look, we must find a way of bringing our values to the front and centre of everything that we do. At the moment, it's just not happening. Our core values are great. I'm proud of them. We've got nothing to be ashamed of telling people about them. Yet there's no clear way to connect us to these values. We talk in generalities. Can you expand on that, Nadine? We need a better way to link our daily customer work across the team and to connect with our core values. That's right. Agreed. Right on, Nadine. Exactly, I agree. What do you mean linked? Linked? Linked to what? That I'm happy to create a plan to improve our connection and documentation. I'd also suggest new criteria for judging how we're doing by including considering risk, priority, cost, and time boundaries. It just needs to be set up on a case-by-case basis. Right, Nadine, you've got our attention. Over the next three months, I suggest we task you on our behalf to set up the new system. Nadine invites two members of the team to work on the common issues they have to resolve. For example, how to respond more emphatically and empathically to pregnant mothers who contact the team and ensure a more coordinated and reliable approach. Customer service noticeably improves. The entire team now recognises Nardine as a connector, someone supporting the team's transformation. Six months later, an ecstatic team leader reveals the latest customer survey responses. Satisfaction levels have shot up. Over 70% say they're satisfied with how the team handled their issue. No one is surprised when some months later, Nardine receives a promotion. Now let's relate this story to your work and search for success. There are three main questions people have about being a connector at work. What jobs are suitable for connectors? How can I be an effective connector? And why can't I connect with people? Let's start with what jobs are suitable for connectors. Once this job meant you would become a journalist a headhunter, a lobbyist, a PR person, and so on. These days, though, anyone can be a connector, especially at work. Whatever role you play means paying attention to building links with colleagues. It involves helping to generate meetings between team members and others in the organisation. For this, you need to be ready to make an effort towards other people and risk rejection and disappointment. Success can be rewarding and mark you out as someone who gets things done. So how can I be an effective connector? Well, connectors keep values front and centre of what they do. They help colleagues to understand, remember and practice the core values. Active connectors show others how these values show up in behaviour, camaraderie and performance. For example, they create a sense of belonging by regularly sharing personal and organisation photos, stories and anecdotes. They provide a unique tone in their workplace. Think about others first. Actual connectors don't stop to wonder if someone will be able to return a favour or repay a kindness or an introduction. When you focus on what you can do for others, you'll grow a more robust and dynamic network. Reach beyond your comfort zone. 
Some people are not naturally connectors because they're introverted or shy. Others don't feel comfortable or confident about introducing two people to each other. You may need to stretch beyond your comfort zone to become a proper connector. Get out. It's hard to be a connector unless you do. You need to leave your home and office to meet new people. Use social skills to find all types of events geographically convenient to you and don't limit yourself to professional events. Ask questions and listen. People love curious colleagues and contacts. When you meet people, make it your business to learn something about them. If you're strategic, consider what you need to connect to that person, to someone who'd be a good network contact. Check out podcast episode 10 on being a lively listener. Think ahead. As a connector, you'll need to adopt some strategy. Research before attending events and learn about the people likely to participate. Then ask pointed questions, listen and learn how to help your new contacts. Once you identify ways to help others, you'll be prepared to connect. Be willing to reconnect. Get back in touch with people you used to know, including classmates, work colleagues and casual acquaintances. That way you build up your contacts and build connections. Be a resource. Connectors act as a resource to others. You will undoubtedly have skills, interests and connections that make you valuable to others. Who you are can be a great bridge to make connections. Follow up. Great connectors are ruthless about extending any links with notes, phone calls and invitations. You can't be a connector unless you try to keep in touch with your contacts. Finally, get permission. While being a connector is essential, you need to respect your contacts' time and interests. Before bringing others together, ensure you get their agreement. Avoid putting anyone in an awkward position of fending off your attempts to connect. The final question is, why can't I connect with people? There may be many obstacles to becoming a great connector at work. For example, you need social skills. Rather than sending another email or WhatsApp comment, make a direct contact by a phone call, a visit, or propose a get-together over coffee. Suppose you're looking to make some real, genuine connections with people. Do you really have time for those you encounter at work, or are you mainly too busy to bother? Are your insecurities coming between you and others? Connections work differs from traditional network. It requires meaningful interactions between individuals, not a superficial handshake. All humans are built for such experiences, including creating them. It's how humans survived and adapted. Making a real connection with somebody involves a certain amount of trust and vulnerability. That can be scary, but it leads to good things. It leads to growth, fellowship and a stronger bond. Now, do you tend to see the negative side of people? This could be one of the biggest reasons you struggle to connect with people. Are you a powerful listener? Connectors are. So be sure to polish your listener skills. Check out podcast episode 8 on being a lively listener. So what action am I proposing? Well, first, aim to build connections and relationships with colleagues at all levels, not just junior people or senior people. Give colleagues a chance to know you by introducing yourself to them. And thirdly, consider becoming a connector who brings people together at work. And my takeaway from all of this? Invest in relationships at work and give yourself the best chance of longer-term success. 
You've been listening to an episode of Andrew's 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. For more episodes, subscribe free to my regular weekly podcasts. You can catch up on past ones at the 50ways.site, where you can also become a Foundation member with access to e-learning units, further reading links, and the forum where you can ask questions, share problems, and join a growing community of people who seriously want to succeed at work. Now there's a new book and an audio version called, you guessed it, 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. Buy it at Amazon or the50ways.site. Unmissable. Thanks for listening and bye for now until next week.